I V M. Hello, one. Hello, all. Welcome to the diary of the traveling professor. And I'm Siddharth Deshmukh, your friendly neighborhood traveling professor himself. And it's the middle of January. It's a rare sunny day in London, and my mood is up. It's bright. India is doing reasonably well against Australia in the Test series, and uh, even in this Test match, uh, we seem to have clawed our way back as we have usually done in this series, and that makes me reasonably happy. So, in a happy frame of mind, I thought maybe, maybe this time round, this diary entry should be kind of looking at the WhatsApp versus Signal thing and maybe Telegram too, and let's look at what is really happening and perhaps. look at what may really happen in the future right so here goes if i look at what the biggest advantage of whatsapp over signal or signal over whatsapp or telegram over whatsapp is i think i'm lost i should not be looking at things like this unless and until i have a framework in my head and so therefore i need to understand it at three different levels i need to understand this at a product level is whatsapp better than signal or telegram or vice versa as a product or is whatsapp you know doing well features wise etc etc the second would be at a marketing level is whatsapp actually communicating through its front page ads in the times of india and everywhere else in a much better way to its target group than what signal is communicating or telegram is communicating and third at a business model level as in how is whatsapp going to make its money as compared to signal or telegram right so here goes this is a bit of a dive into these three levels so if i look at a feature perspective i have to take a historical understanding of the way in which whatsapp became popular it beat out sms because a it was free and b it beat out other messenger apps and which is why exactly facebook bought it because it was able to confirm the identity of the person that you're talking to through the phone number so it was actually giving something which was a very different signal of trust sorry for the pun it was a different sign of trust to you know its user base saying hey this person you know so you can have a chat this group you know so the quality of conversations on whatsapp were different i'm not saying better or worse but they were different from what you could have on a facebook messenger or or the rest of it right so the giving up of the phone number actually was a sign of trust now it seems to have reversed in today's day and age when signal is actually saying or telegram is saying hey you don't need to actually you know we don't share your number so it's kind of reversing isn't it and so therefore the privacy that was assured by the number and the trust that was assured by the number is now quickly disappearing so at a product level what was whatsapp strength is now becoming whatsapp's weakness now let's look at the business model if i look at the business model whatsapp signaling that it belongs to facebook and signaling that it is going to open itself up for business transactions which includes advertising and the fact that your data is not safe are conflated things it's quite possible that whatsapp does not actually share your data and all of the advertising it is done it sticks by because you know it takes guts to do it to put up ads saying hey we are not going to do this and be very clear about it but the fact is that whatsapp's business model is determined by advertising and business orientation which means that automatically trust 
gets lesser and the party gets ruined. It's like, you know, you're going to a party which is beautifully organized, but suddenly it is some major sponsor that has brought up the party and there's hoardings everywhere. Of course, the party is going to get compromised. So you are going to be in a situation wherein you don't like WhatsApp's business model, but there it is. On the other hand, I have my worries about Signal and Telegram too, because especially if you look at Signal, you know, it seems to be staying afloat on the current sort of donation given by Brian Acton towards it. And it seems to be doing well so far because its employee base is lesser and, you know, the whole thing seems to be working all right so far. Now, whether they can scale up based on the number of users that are going to try to migrate from WhatsApp to Signal remains to be seen because anything which is open source and anything which is so, you know, um, skeletal in its makeup without an actual business model may result in a failure of service. This is where the product also comes back into the discussion because WhatsApp's product seems to have created a certain stickiness to itself because it is following the hooked model, right? You get a trigger, you, you know, immediately dive into action because of the trigger and then you, you know, you get it, that's your notification and then, you know, you, you're, you're continuously, you know, connected to WhatsApp because the user experience is so beautiful. On the other hand, I'm not so sure about Signal's features or Telegram's features, they seem robust, but the user experience is something which is highly untested in terms of the efficacy that WhatsApp shows. And sometimes battles are won at the product level rather than at the business model level. People have inertia, especially the people that WhatsApp is talking to through its marketing. Now let's get to the marketing side of things. If I look at who WhatsApp is talking to, why do you think WhatsApp chose the Times of India and every other newspaper? That is a little ironic, isn't it? They didn't talk about it on Facebook, but that's clearly for specific reasons. If you put it up on Facebook, of course, people are going to connect the dots. And of course, you're talking to the late majority over here in the adoption curve, which is still reading, you know, newspapers like the Times of India, because that is the Am Janta people right? And then you have your arm janta or the late majority or the, you know, the, the majority of the target market actually paying attention to a full-size ad than what is being seen on Facebook. It's just the way in which we behave differently in different contexts, right? So which is why WhatsApp's marketing strategy of talking on newspapers is not such a bad thing. On the other hand, you know, I've seen a lot of people trying to do things for Signal, right? Create an ad for Signal, put it up on LinkedIn and stuff like that. But there is a significant absence of coherent marketing strategy or so it seems. Just two things though. One thing is Signal is at a different place. I mean, it's user bases and it's millions as compared to WhatsApp in billions. So it is really a David versus Goliath thing. And that is exactly what Brian Acton said. I mean, Brian Acton has co-founded WhatsApp, but now he's saying that I am the David that is going to fight the Goliath that he made, right? So he's come out and said this sort of thing. Secondly, a power user like Elon Musk, you know, darling of the tech bro, early adopters and influencers has also said that he's going to ditch WhatsApp and go to Signal. That's a very strong signal, isn't it? Because early adopters and innovators are not really swayed by advertising, but they are swayed by influencers like Elon Musk, okay, and Brian Acton himself. And which is why I think, you know, Signal's marketing strategy is on point, as is WhatsApp's marketing strategy, because they're talking to different sides of the same target segment. One is talking to early adopters and innovators, and the second is talking to the late majority, right? 
Now, this is where it gets interesting. Who's going to win in WhatsApp versus Signal or Telegram is going to be based upon business level, product level, and marketing level, or a combination of the three factors. My suspicion is that it is going to be playing out because it is going to take its time to settle down. My feeling is overall, WhatsApp will continue to be what it is for a long period of time, but Signal will certainly double or triple its user base. It will be good to have you know, a competitor to WhatsApp, like it will be good to have a competitor to Facebook or Twitter or the rest of it. But it is going to be a long drawn out battle and it is not going to be a surprise. By the way, one of my predictions was that we are going to see a new kind of social medium uh, emerging out post pandemic or maybe even in 2021. Looks like it is playing out already. I hope you like this diary entry of mine and a bit of an analysis on what's happening. And uh, if you like analysis like this, well, I also do a video series called The Traveling Professor Investigates, which looks at stuff like anime and cancel culture and something else is going to soon be put up. I put that up every Saturday. You can follow me on, you know, Instagram or on LinkedIn where I'm the traveling professor. And I do these podcasts twice a week. The podcast itself is going to, you know, enhance, uh, get enhanced a little bit. And fingers crossed, I'll be putting up something different very, very soon. If you like podcasts like these, please check out what IVM is putting up. You can go to the IVM podcast app or uh, go to the dot com or just go to wherever you listen to your podcasts. On that happy note, then see you on Thursday. <laughs>